What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in, as always. This week on the show, we have a young lady from New York uh, and also sort of Fort Worth, Texas, named Clip. Clip is a charismatic young rapper, singer that I think has a bright future. She seems to know how to garner attention. And, you know, this term comes up a lot in the podcast of being accidentally popular. And it seems like when you have this certain aura about yourself, people are just attracted to your energy. And she seems to have that sort of magnetic personality. So it's to be seen whether or not music is going to be the driving force in her life, according to her. But she's already accidentally stumbled onto a lot of buzz and has the industry salivating. And I think she's cool. What she's doing reminds me a little bit of like, I don't know, finding out about ASAP Rocky 10 years ago. That might be hyperbolic. Who knows? It seems like she's onto something. But interestingly enough, though she was born in New York, she spent some of her formative years of like middle school and high school in Fort Worth, Texas, right? Fort Worth, as you know, is right next to Dallas. The airport is called Dallas-Fort Worth, for crying out loud. It probably has a more official name, but I just know that they're right next to each other because of the airport. And if you were paying attention, last week we had on a guest named Jax Hopped, who's also from Dallas. She and Clip probably were growing up around the same time, about half an hour to 45 minutes away from each other. So that seems interesting to me. I don't know what it means, but it seems like something because another guest that we have, who I also bring up in this podcast with a clip was Liv and Liv is how I know about Booker T high school because she was also raised in Dallas. And all three of these women are just about the same age coming up in the same city, being influenced in the same city, all doing very different styles of music, I would say, but all breaking through kind of at this same junction, at this same time period, it just seems like something to watch out for. It seems like maybe something's going on in that Dallas area. Obviously, when we think of Texas and music scenes, my mind automatically goes to Houston, but maybe something's going on in Dallas. I'm not sure, but it's uh, it's a thing I've been thinking about. On the home front, nothing really new, still just nesting, you know. I'm sure it gets annoying to give you week-by-week updates uh, about the baby coming, but yeah, that's all that we're going through right now. The baby is coming, and uh, I ordered a background stand and a muslin because I'm going to try to take like a beautiful portrait of my very pregnant wife so that we have something to commemorate her giant belly with next weekend and... Other than that, just preparing myself, uh, we're kind of on call. We're getting to that point where if he's going to come early, it could be any day. If he comes on time, we've got about three weeks left. So who knows? We're just kind of on call. That said, there might be an emergency hiatus from the podcast for a little bit. I don't think that it will be longer than a month if that happens. But, you know, I do want to get a little bit of time where I take like a little bit of paternity leave. So... My wife's not getting a ton of maternity leave because America's fucked. Other countries get 
three to six months, some some of them 12 months, some 18. We get six to eight weeks usually. And if you haven't been at a company for a year, then you don't get any fucking pay for it. So America, man, all that shit about America being this great country that we heard about as we were children, it's a lot of bullshit. We really have uh, prioritized work over family and children, and that just doesn't seem that smart to me. But what do I know? Anyway, uh, I won't bore you guys with my American rants today. I'm just going to get into this podcast with Clip. So yeah, make sure you go check out Clip's performance as well on youtube.com slash kind of neat. And if you missed Jack's performance last week, go check that out as well. That one seems like it's going to be doing numbers. And then while you're at it, check out the other uh, artist that I just brought up, Liv, uh, also from the greater Dallas metro area, who, similar to Clip, moved to New York as well now in Los Angeles. Anyway, I don't know. Something's going on with Dallas. Go check out all those women. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Clip. Where are you coming from? I'm coming from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. Yes. What part of Brooklyn you live in? I live in Bushwick, but I was born in Kind of Heights. And okay. I lived in Texas for a minute, but ugh. Well, we'll get there, though. Yeah, we'll get there. So you're born in, in New York. You're not like yes. a hipster that moved to New York. Yeah. Yeah. But I do have the little Southern, you know, part of me, so. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still New York native. How long did you grow up in Crown Heights for? Um. So basically, I was there from birth until, like... I was 11, 12. What's that childhood like? What were you into as a very little girl? Okay, so basically, um, I was living in a house um, with my cousins, my aunt, my grandmother, my siblings, my mom occasionally. It was like a really big household. So mostly extended family household? Yeah, basically. But it's not like, it wasn't on some weird shit. It's just like culturally, like that's like, like I'm Jamaican, so yeah. like... It's That's like some a West thing, Indian yeah. Shit. Like we all, they all immigrated to, like you know, yeah. the Americas. So might as well just stay together. You so know? is your grandmother first generation American, like from Jamaica? Actually, um, I am the first generation. You're the first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she, when did she immigrate over? Do you know? Um, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I never asked. That's crazy. Well, now you got homework. Yeah. So I noticed that you mentioned your mom was only there sometimes. Yes. So basically, uh, my mom was like back and forth between New York and Texas okay. because like just a whole bunch of family shit always in my life going on. So yeah. like, um, it was fortunate enough that like her sister and her grandmother or my, my grandmother, yeah. her mother stayed in like a whole house together. So like basically that was like our home while she situated herself in Texas because yeah. her whole goal was to like get us a better life in Texas, you know, get away from, cause she, she came to the States when she was 15. Okay. So she had like the whole like New York, you know, high school experience, yeah. you know, very different back then. So she's like, Oh my God, New York is so terrible. Like, well, I don't want my kids living like this at all. Right. Cause you know, she's not American, you know, fresh off, you know, so like, yeah. So my uncle got signed, um, to a team in um, Oklahoma, um, Oklahoma State, um, whatever. Yeah. Um, what kind he, of team? Oklahoma State University. And he eventually yeah. went to go into the Broncos and the Ravens. He won the Super Bowl, actually. This is your uncle? Yeah. Your uncle is a Super Bowl champion? Yeah, his wow. name's Ryan McBean, yeah. Hey, shout but out. Yeah, um, anyway, so that's why the whole Texas came to play, because my dad was like, oh, like, you know, my family's out here, and, like, it's just they're situated there. Like, my grandma's yeah. a big house. Like, it's, it's better in Texas, you I know. Got you. Like, you know, so, yeah. 
yeah so she's yeah. just like you know so she was like, I'm going to go figure stuff out. Yeah, exactly. You stay here with grandma exactly. and then I'll come get exactly. you. Exactly, getting shit done. Did your mom and dad meet in New York? So my mom and dad met when they were like young. So like they met when they were, um, they met in New York yeah. during college days. And my mom actually ended up getting pregnant with me in college. She was 20. Oh, wow. Um, she had to drop out because, you know, it was yeah. just too much. But um, my dad stayed. So like while my dad was still in school, that's when my mom was figuring shit out. Right. Yeah. Period. So that's why I was mostly with like my aunt and grandma. So too. your dad moved from Texas to New York for college. No. So my dad is also from Jamaica. Oh, your and dad's he got Jamaican a, as well. Yeah. So he got a scholarship from football. Both my parents came to the states because of soccer. They call it football in Jamaica, but yeah, soccer. My parents are very, like, my family is very athletic. Athletic? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I will, yeah. So your mom and dad were both soccer players yes. in college. Yes. So yeah, they came on, like, you know, they got a full scholarship, whatever. Holy smokes. So yeah, so they met at school, you know. Actually, a funny story, they met at a bar and Shania Twain was performing, and that's wow. why my actual name is Shania. Get out. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, now everybody knows. Yeah, that. everyone knows it now. But yeah. Our millions of listeners. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but period though. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, that's, that's a crazy story. But yeah. At a bar where Shania Twain was performing. That yeah, must have New been York when City. Shania Twain was like not very, exactly. very famous yet. It was crazy. That's tight. That's yeah, very they, adorable. Yeah, like Shania Twain was playing. They met. Drinks. Okay, so now slowly sort of explain how Texas plays into it then. Because okay, if your yeah. parents both moved from Jamaica to New York, uh -huh. was your dad's family somehow yeah okay. they immigrated to texas so like my great grandmother my dad's grandma okay yeah reason why i'm doing music to this day bless yeah. her soul she was the first one out of the family to um make it out of jamaica yeah she started the the lineage you know on my dad's uh, side so yeah, she's right. like jamaica is not the place for us we're going to the states yeah so she went to new york you know settled there for a minute and then my uncle and my aunt were in the Olympics. Holy shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So Wait, hold on. This is your dad's brother of, and sister? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, my uncncle and I are in the Olympics. But by Mary. It's my uncle and then my uncle's wife. Yeah, so, running yeah. track and field Track stuff? and field, yeah. yes. Yeah, I mean, period, I, come on. Period, Jamaican, period, yeah, period. yeah. So, yeah. So, they're in the Olympics and they had a little thing going in Texas. And then, like, my uncle that was in the NFL at the time, he got, a, like, a good offer at this really good school called Trinity High School in Texas. Yeah. So like now the whole gym is like dedicated to him and stuff. It's crazy. But wow. like, so yeah, so you know, Texas was going, you know, good. Like they're like, wow, like Texas. Yeah. So really, Texas all starts because your uncle gets this great offer. Yeah. And because of that, yeah. that's and enough then, to lure your grandmother yes, down there. Yes, and then yeah, and then everything else falls into place. She yeah. gets all her grandkids down, you know, it all trickles. Yeah. So then my dad's in New York for school, and then after school, he's like, Okay, you know, my family's established in Texas. There's more to life in Texas. Let's move down Let's there. Let's move down there. What part of Texas? Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Okay. Yes. So, as a child, you've got this athletic family, right? Yeah. It sounds like your dad's family, especially, yeah, especially. is just like just super crushing like, every sport. Literally. Right? Like, so, literally. was the athletic sensibility handed down to you? Were you like this athletic oh, little girl? Yes. Like I, I was. I dabbled in a couple things. What did everything. you play as a kid? Um, basketball, soccer, track, um, tennis dance team um you know i you were, I, <laughs> you were out here you know did you excel at one more than any other um i was definitely a track star really i was definitely a track star because like no actually i was a soccer star because of my track skills because um since i was so fast because girl soccer people. is so slow yeah. like and like i was trained on like boy soccer because my dad would train me like as if i was like you know yeah. his son so like i was just 
zooming through these like i was just going crazy but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you were like uh you were a, an attacker i was honestly played every position okay, that's yeah. how good i was but yeah but forward mostly because yeah. like as soon as i got the ball boom. yeah that's it yeah that's it period amazing amazing yeah. did you have an artistic streak as a child as oh, you're yes. growing up in new york yes yeah. okay so basically um my cousin my adopted cousin yeah. um he was living with us and he was very in tune with everything like he put me on like we go to the library until like 10 p.m he put me on to um reading um oh what's this shit called magna right where it's like back not that's like the porn one not the porn oh, one. Manga. Oh, manga manga no, manga no i think manga is like the normal yeah shit. okay yeah i think something i think there, yeah I there forgot. might be another there you know, is, but I, don't <laughs> I am not gen z i am <laughs> i am the eldest millennial so like i almost mi- i yeah, like yeah, have yeah, missed yeah, the yeah. anime wave okay yeah okay yeah, yeah. well we're on the we're yeah, into, we know yeah, what we're talking about anyways so yeah so comic books comic books yeah okay but yeah so we would sit and just, you know, read them. I'll be on the computer, you know, on Twitter. Like, yeah. just saying anything. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, in the library, my cousin and besties. Right. Like, that was my best friend. We would go on walks. And, like, it's New York City. Like, we're kids. Like, we're just walking all over. Because, like, that's what you can do. Like, oh, it's man. New York. Like I, I will be honest with you. I envy um kids that grow yeah. up in new york so much because i've idealized yeah. it to a point where i'm just like it must be amazing growing no up in literally new york. like i'm so sad that i had to like waste time in texas and right. miss a part of my life in new york because like really growing up in new york is such an experience that i don't think like anyone can ever have like it's incredible like i don't even get it 20 years ago ish yeah. was crown heights like mm-hmm. getting in that and bushwick bushwick's like a hipster area yeah now, bushwick right? is a hipster area now but crown but, it, heights, but like when i was growing up yeah. you would hear rappers talk about bushwick like yeah, it was it was, it was yeah, wild crazy exactly you know? see i wasn't a bushwick baby like i was only allowed to stay in crown heights because my family was very crazy yeah. but crown heights was literally like it was the hood like people would be throwing firecrackers out of like our windows at like random hours of the night thinking they're like gunshots you know like scared of death like right. like little shit like that like mad niggas try to like rob us and stuff like a whole bunch of you know traumatic stuff going on now when you get there the other day like it was when i first like started um getting close with my gang the sex dolls yeah and like they had a birthday party and it was at a bnb in crown heights and it just so happened that it was right next door to the house i grew up in wow. now bro the whole thing is like renovated it has a digital code lock like i was looking at it just like crying because i remember like one day i got like locked up because like there's some dumb shit at sephora and like yeah. i didn't tell anyone like i was like i was just like scared of what my family would think because like it was my like little cousins christening whatever the next day is like they're gonna kill me so like i remember i like i had to find my way back home i didn't have none of my things because like it was all in like the bookings i didn't know what the fuck i was gonna do so i made it back home and i'm just like sitting on like the steps like the the downstairs part i'm just like waiting for my grandma to come out she's locked out yeah and then she like she just comes out and they're all dressed up for church and just look at me and they shake their head and as i'm there like waiting to get into the party i'm just looking there just like wow like trauma and then and then my friend says like yo what if what are you doing get inside the yeah. party's right here and i was like shit my fault yeah. but yeah that was just so funny like <laughs> it was so funny and so crown heights is much different than much it was when you were growing up now much different like it's it's still it's still it's not as different yeah. but like definitely the vibe has changed like it's not the same yeah right right by the time that you're like 11 and 12 and having to move to texas What's that like for you? You're just devastated that you're having to leave? 
Yes, because one, that was living my whole life. Yeah. Like, that's all I knew. And I love New York. Like, like, I know it's, like, cliche to be like, oh, New York. Uh. Yeah. But, like, since I was born, like, New York was my home. Like, yeah. that's that was my home. So, like, I felt like I was being ripped away from that. And then, like, um, also I was going through family shit. And, like, it just, like, Texas, like, Texas is a great place. But just, like, my my life, period. Like, this is when everything just really started for me. But also this was the birth of my music, really. So thank God for that. But um, In Texas? Yeah. I really, like, was just not in the right headspace. Like, it was just not okay. But I, I told myself that way, the only way I was going to make it out because, like, I couldn't get a job couldn't drive couldn't do nothing i was gonna make it out was to do really good in school yeah get into a college in new york and boop yeah did did you do really good in school definitely top 10 percent national society everything i was going crazy i was in every that's why i was in every sport like i was but luckily had the gift of the athletic genes so but yeah like i literally that was my that was my only literally that was my will to live to get back to new york really yes take me back to that age and tell me about what you remember the differences that really stood out when you got to Texas. So really Texas, it's like you look around and you just see how everyone is just stuck. Like it feels like it feels like you're the outcast, but you know like they're just not in tune. Like it's just like their only motivation in life is to like go to school, fall in love, um have kids. Have kids die rinse and repeat yeah you know like you know i grew up a in routine, a very small you know? town as yeah. well so like i i feel that yeah like and i hate to like be judgmental on people on that shit yeah. but it's like i felt that too where i was like yeah. there's got to be more yeah and it was just it just hit harder for me because, because you it's already like, knew there was exactly more. because like i guess they're just ignorant to it because that's all they know but like i came from new york so i'm i literally was a city like a street kid like i was not this was not me like I saw people, like, kids, like, going to, like, piano lessons at two years old. Like, people in Texas aren't doing that. Like, you know, like, ballet dancers as soon as they're, like, three. Like, you know, like, shit like that. Like, people are just skateboarders. Like, you know, little-ass pro-ass skateboarders. Like, just, you see that everywhere. Like, you don't see that in Texas. Like, you know, the kids just go to school. What did you see in Texas? Literally just grass, trees, (laughs) cars, um, highways, houses. I just always, like, I just didn't fuck with anyone. Like, I really... You didn't have any friends out there? It's like, I I had friends, like, okay, so, like, people fucked with me so heavy, and I don't get it, because I really did not talk to anyone. Like, I talked to, like, a select few people, but, like... Well, that's the thing. There's this old saying, I'd never want to be a part of a club that would have me. So it's like, if you're walking around with your nose in the air, like, your shit don't stink and being a stop, everybody's like, we need to hang out with her. But really, though, like, I'm telling you, like... I would, cause I my my one of my passions is to be a journalist. So during the journalist um, program, fell in love with it. The teacher was amazing. That was my comfort zone. They had the MacBook, so you know, GarageBand. I was like, I already was starting GarageBand um, on my phone because I got my iPod. So that's how I really how I started making music. At what age? Um, this was so when I really started recording, yeah. I was fourteen. So oh was wow! Like, but like, I've been making lyrics since I was like nine, ten, eleven. Like just always writing poems because I used to like not speak social anxiety me has been very present like all my life so like when did you find out that you had anxiety okay so when did you start being able to label it as that so i got diagnosed because um can we get deep on here like this is a trigger warning i'm so sorry but i feel like i should be open about it yeah but um so i was self-harming um at school i mean not at school i was self-harming i went to school i'm in soccer we have to wear like you know yeah soccer clothes you know like 
um, jerseys. We didn't. It was really hot. Like it's Texas. We couldn't yeah. wear our long sleeves. Like I would look weird doing that. So right. like we had to be in uniform. So I wear my shit. Um, they see my wrist and like the soccer team like pulled me in. All I all had an intervention. Yeah. And then like they called. They brought me to the counselor's office. They like we were concerned about y'all. They called my mom and then like it was just a whole thing. And like I really. I was annoyed because, like, of how, like, it was just dragged. And I just don't like attention. Like, that just made me more anxious. But then, yeah. like, afterwards, I was grateful because it actually put a name to, like, what I was feeling. Like, yeah. Because, like, my family um, and, like, my culture, you don't believe in, like, they don't believe in mental health therapy and, like, and therapy. Stuff. Like, yeah. they feel like you toughen it up and you get through it, period. Right, right. So, like, I really just thought that I was just going crazy. Like, and I thought that, like, everyone around me was just sane and I was, like, literally, like, a freak. So, like. How old were you when you started self-harming? Literally, I was, like, 13. Yeah. Do you remember, yeah. do you remember like, why initially? Yeah, because, honestly, it got to a point where I was going through so much shit in life because, Remember how I keep I kept bringing up like family shit, which yeah. I had to go to Texas. Yeah, I was going through so much shit in life. I was like hurting myself. Ugh. Like can't be as worse as this shit. So I was just doing it because I I was starting to feel numb. So I was yeah. like maybe if I like you know like I'll feel I'll something. Feel something. Yeah, and it even got to a point where like I wasn't doing it to just like hurt myself i was having fun with it like this is crazy like i was doing like little hearts and shit like it was it was really like therapeutic but then like yeah. this is really sad but my sister walked in on me in the closet doing it and then yeah. she told my mom and then after that i never did it again so when your soccer team sees it and they have this intervention with you do they like are your, your parents are concerned and stuff or what happens uh, um so they bring me to the counselor's office and then the counselor calls my mom yeah and my mom, so basically this this whole thing, like the sister going, walking in on me, this happened right before that. So, oh, like, so yeah. it was like a one-two It was punch. like, yeah, one-two yeah. punch, literally. So so my mom is really angry at me and annoyed that I did that shit. Like, she, you know, so um, she's just on the counselor, like, yeah, like, she'd be cutting herself, like, um, blah, blah, blah. Like, she was just, like, telling her, like, she didn't, my mom didn't understand, like, what I was going through so she didn't know how to properly express or like right. have emotions towards this so she was coming right. off very like I don't know like she just like kind of put it off because like they're ignorant to this stuff you know and right. I, I don't blame her for and it it's, but... a, it's a different generation yeah I mean, exactly you're, you're, I will say like being a full generation older than you like yeah. even the way that you were polite enough to you know warn listeners this is a trigger warning yeah. self-harm etc yeah. etc I didn't grow up like that mm -hmm. Th that's some brand new shit you know what I mean so it's like the whole yeah. the whole idea of really trying to work to process your emotions is something that is relatively like new you yeah. know, like, no, you know literally, literally like my pa my parents were like they, they weren't trying to like sit down and talk out emotions exactly. with me they were like yo i'm gonna hit you with a exactly. wooden spoon exactly that's how i was raised yeah, exactly yeah. but i'm trying to reteach myself that like it's newer times so there's yeah. newer ways no absolutely but yeah well, that's good that you're trying yeah. to learn you know what i'm saying yeah, but yeah um, I don't know. okay so your mom's like pissed off that you're cutting yourself yeah basically, basically you yeah you know just blaming herself like why would she do that oh, me, me, right me, me, me. You, you know, know she my, doesn't understand that's she doesn't how parents it. are too yeah. it's like oh it's my fault and that really, you're doing this? i really was so mad at her for that i was like oh my god i get it now though i get it i get it so do you have to start going to therapy so my mom, mm -hmm, she does not believe in that shit. Okay, we, she yeah. has, but she, this is this was a good moment for us. So we she on the way to soccer practice, she had to talk with me in the car. This is kind of this is kind of new, no offense. But she was like, 
you're a strong black woman that the prejudice is for white people oh, i'm wow. sorry no i'm sorry no I'm that's sorry. fine but yeah she I mean, was like please believe that i do not get offended at anything that you I'm say sorry. against white people trust me <laughs> but yeah but she was just like that was like the first time she ever like acknowledged i had like any type of like mental health issue that she yeah. could like bring to attention so like that was like our little talk like it wasn't really anything i was like what the fuck like fuck you but then also yeah. i was like damn like thanks like she tried she tried yeah. she tried yeah so like she was like yeah like you need to talk to me more because like you know like like you said like it wasn't like oh like let's go talk about your feelings like it was like you know get shit done like yeah or bop 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 get out of here so like the fact that she said that i was like okay maybe she's trying to see like you know but then, like, she would do, like, she still didn't get it. Like, she would make, like, jokes. Like, we would be at, like, parties, like, with her friends. She'd, like, I'll just be on my phone, you know, just, like, writing lyrics or, like, just be on Twitter. She'd be like, she's anxious. She has social anxiety. I'll be like, like oh, being sarcastic Yeah, no, it. like, yeah, you know, like, because she... But the thing is, the funny story is, my mom is actually anxious herself. Yeah, and she just realized this. Of course. So that was a coping mechanism for her. She was projecting on me. Because yeah. she was actually anxious. So she would just point it at me. That little, oh my God, I I love her to death. But she's so annoying. But yeah. yeah. She would like, you know, it would be like a little thing. Like, I used to resent her so much for it, but now I get it. Like, me and her are so close now. Like, I just understand her more and more and more. Because like, you guys are very similar. Exactly. And we're both Virgos. Okay. And like, September 1st, September 18th. And there's like, literally... Literally, everything I do now that I'm an adult and I'm, like, on my own, I really see, like, my mom. Like, it's like I'm repeating her steps and it's yeah. almost scary. Like, it's almost scary. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the I don't know. The cycle never ends, man. Bro, it's scary. Like, yeah. how does that even work? I like, don't know. Anyways. You say that she, that you didn't start therapy. Yeah. But she, you did say that you got diagnosed. Who diagnoses you as having social anxiety? So, basically, um, after the, the, the they went to the thing. thingy. Yeah. They sent me to, like, the doctor and, like, blah, blah, blah. I know. So, I was, like, I'm not going to get in no, you too deep to. into yeah, this, yeah. this other thing. But I had to go to the doctor for another reason. So, it was, like, a whole thing. And they kept me, like, impatient, whatever. And then, like, they tried to, like, medicate me on shit. My mom was, like, no. Like, my mom really? does not jack that. Like, she was, like, no. My daughter does not need that. Because she thinks it's just, like, a scam, you know, a setup. I don't need that. I can fight through with mental strength. Uh -huh. So, yeah, whatever. So, that was a period of my life. And then after that, I ended up having to go back to New York because, like, we were actually right after that. We ended up going to like a homeless shelter for domestic and abused like women and children because of a situation. This is a, this is reason I keep talking about. Obviously, I'm not getting into detail, but this is the yeah. situation I keep bringing up. Okay. But yeah, so it was just like a whole cycle of events. Do you see why I hate Texas? Like, it's not Texas. Yeah. I, shout out Texas. You had like, bad experiences. I had there. so many bad experiences. But anyways, so like right after that, we went to the shelter and I stayed there for yeah. a minute. And my mom was like, "Nah, we can't do this." So that's when I went back to new york for just a little bit and to stay I, with grandma again. yeah and it was and that was when i was like yeah. can i ask what the experience was like in the shelter it was actually a relief because like the the reason why we went to the shelter is because i stood up for myself for the first time yeah and i finally got out of like a space where i was feeling like i wanted to die every day like my home was not a house to me and it yeah. never was yeah. and like i literally told my mom this and she's like moving to atlanta now and i'm so fucking proud of her because like the more like i realize like sometimes you really have to understand like even though people are older you still respect them but like they don't always know more than you like the world is progressing and people can still be stuck in their ways and you yeah. have to like be able to show them like guidance like that's that's love like you know like yeah. 
you know so, so anyways it sounds like unfortunately you found out at a young age that your parents aren't as perfect as exactly as most kids perceive exactly them to be. Yeah. exactly yeah so um like i don't know i grew out of that resentment though and i really started to see i don't really jack my dad because he's a whole other thing but my mom i really started to see her for who she is and yeah. like how much she was trying despite everything she's been through and i see like me and what i go through and how i try and how i act and like you see like i it's just like it just it hits harder now so like yeah. i we like talk and i tell her things and she like realizes so like because she only came to texas because my dad because keep in mind her whole family lives in new york now or jamaica yeah. it's only because my dad parents been divorced yeah um when so, did they like, split up like when i was like 13 okay. and that's like rad we went to so that's like when everything really starts happening exactly 13, exactly so the, and that's when the music starts too yeah but yeah but the the split up was long overdue i was yeah. so happy you were when, ready. when i was 13 when i was 13 i was like period yeah. thank god okay the bullshit really started happening from my, what i remember yeah like trauma really makes you forget shit like of dead course. ass but like honestly like i could say um i remember back from when i was 11 is when shit really started to get bad yeah um but even like when i was like a kid it was still like rough um but like 11 is really when my memory really like i was like awareness was like tapping what, that, in that year you of know it's crazy, crazy. Yeah. 11 i just got reminded yeah i have one 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 tatted on my knuckles because wow. my angel numbers are 11 yeah 11 and my life path number is 11 and that's a whole other story but like yeah. and we all got depressed at 11 <laughs> T. That's a, man wow but yeah so <laughs> so 11 is the year that things really start yeah, kind of really, like going like, downhill for you as yeah. far as like but honestly downhill we think it was downhill back then but look at us now yeah right right it's the beginning of right? the journey right? it's the beginning of the journey yeah, exactly it was just a lot to take in at such a young age totally totally yeah. i like to see it like that now you say you start writing poetry like mm -hmm. even before that like yeah because nine? so listen even before that i was always a gifted writer like, was there a teacher that inspired you to start writing poetry honestly no like it was really just me like because yeah. like i couldn't social anxiety was busting like i did not ready I couldn't, bro, I did not want to speak to nobody, but yeah. like, and I see my, I get this from my mother, because I remember when my mom and dad used to fight, she would write him like little like letters and just leave them on the staircase for him to like read them. Yeah. Now, people that was like, that's weird, whatever. But like literally, like when my mom be disappointed in me, you know, they do like the silent treatment, I would, I couldn't speak to her because I was just so anxious, so I was just write. Yeah. And I was always just such a good writer in school. One of my passions is to be a journalist. Um, so, you know, like, so yeah. like, I was just always just like, writing and I was watching like, I would watch like shows like Hannah Montana and shit like that and be like, oh my God, period like i could do this like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so i would yeah. just be writing little pop songs in my journals you know yeah. like or just like writing down lyrics of like because i didn't have a phone back then because i'm like a kid so yeah. like writing down lyrics of songs like jesse mccartney songs and like fucking you know mac miller's songs and shit and just like like learning them and like learning the the riffs and shit and like you know like i don't know i just loved music do you also, while you're like writing down songs to sort of memorize Jesse McCartney lyrics and stuff like that, are you also writing a lot of original lyrics? Yes, too? of yeah. course, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. It's like a mix. It's and are mix. you making melodies and stuff too, oh, or is yes. it just kind of poetry? So this is when I was like a kid, and also like me and my cousins were like a little like fake band, so we had our own little like you know music group going on. We had yeah. our every family function, we turned it up, whatever. Yeah. But like I would write my own songs, I would do like covers, but like I didn't have all the fancy like what they have now, like the the whole youtube setup and like guitars and shit i of would course. just do it like in my notebook and just do it in front of my mirror like yeah yeah, but yeah and i also do my little originals and like you know i would make whole little songs like it was cute and then eventually like i would just like do poetry when i wasn't feeling in the mood for songs just to feel space because i love poems yeah or when i just wanted to write shit i just really write my thoughts you yeah. know like you know i think about 
you know, some of the artists that come from West Indian backgrounds, specifically J- Jamaican, you know, I mean, like Biggie was Jamaican. Right? Yeah. And he would talk about how, you know, uh, Jamaican music uh, influenced him so much. That's why I said my grandmother. Would you hear that around the house? Bro, yeah. yes. My great grandmother. She like I got asked the other day why what inspired me to make music. Literally, yeah. my great grandmother, like she would pl- put me onto everything. Like I would just be in her house. She would just be playing her songs while she's cooking and cleaning, singing along. Yeah. She would bring me to church with her. She was a star of the church. She would just be singing her Jamaican folk. Like, you know, like bringing yeah. Jamaica to the States. It's so beautiful. Like, and it's just like, oh, uh, like she would teach me like the little, I, I wish I could remember them, but she would literally have like books of just like Jamaican little like, um, what are those things called? They're like little like rhymes and like. Yeah, yeah, like nursery rhymes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nursery rhymes, period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so gotcha. little Jamaican nursery rhymes and like. They would buzz. Like, they're so fire and they're yeah. so cute. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. I was talking about that. She also would play Sade a lot. So it was like, yeah. So yeah, man, like, Sade's amazing. So yeah, I'm re- heavily inspired by that. Amazing. Yeah. How long does it go from writing poetry mm-hmm. and writing songs into a notebook into, like you said, playing around GarageBand? You said yeah, like 14, yes, so a few, I a love few this years. question. Yeah, please, go ahead. So my uncle my nfl superstar uncle that yeah. always had the best gifts on christmas yeah got me an ipod touch it was like the new one that had the garage band already plugged because like before you had to pay for garage band yeah. but the new one had like the garage band already yeah yeah so like i had it and i was like period so like i made a i made a cover of the song um nine by willow and sizza yeah and then i put it on soundcloud it's private now i'm yeah. like, private soon but and then like I, there's an artist named kuko i don't know if you know him are you kidding me fucking kuko is one of our biggest videos ever oh my god. he sat in that chair oh my god yeah. no yes he's the reason i have soundcloud cloud because i like he like saw it on twitter yeah and like he like okay so basically this is a flashback so like while i'm depressed in texas and shit like not speaking to no one not fucking my mom thinking everyone's weird i just vet on like i use social media as my diary so i built up a little like following on twitter because everyone just loved because i just said whatever the fuck i wanted to say like and i still do but they like always suspend me i just made a new one a couple days ago but don't tell anyone because they might suspend me what was the biggest it was at when it got suspended like 15k oh my god yeah i was so mad and like oh i was so mad they like to silence me yeah anyway so um so i had like a little like you know twitter whatever but i didn't expect him to see it so he retweeted it and then he reposted on his page on his soundcloud SoundCloud. yeah so like everyone's like oh my god and literally like i didn't know what the fuck i was doing like i literally just like this is the first thing you ever recorded first thing ever recorded like i literally just i like i like revert i like i mean what's the chop and screw the 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 song and i like turned the vocals down and just sung over it yeah and then that was that and then I guess it's and then Kugo reposted and he reposted it and he even DM me he's like bro what the fuck you're fired what year was that this was like ah like 2015 or 16 it was something like that yeah Yeah. but yeah I don't know and he was like a little e-boy you know on Twitter so all the all his little e-girl fans yeah I cry during sex no period yeah like they're all like oh my god like if anything Kugo posts I'm gonna like fuck with it cause period but like they actually like clicked it and liked it so it was like yay so you were like clouded up then yeah so like I had a little soundcloud cloud so yeah. i would just post like little covers and i was people send me beats i made my own little like you know songs and shit those are mostly private now so tell me about your journey of learning your sound okay. and i don't necessarily mean like a list of influences or anything because oh, yeah, you, yeah. you've mentioned some of them but i would be interested in like a yeah who you have been listening to that yeah. made you want to make the music that you do yeah. and then b how long is it until you really feel like you find 
clips voice. You know what I mean? Period. Yeah. When I really, like, after the nine thing, I was like, okay, people fuck with what I do. Let me set the tone. So I really yeah. sat down. I was like, let me see what the fuck I'm about to do with this. Like, let me not put this to waste because this is a fun little, like, distraction despite all the shit I'm going through. Right. So, like. It's um, cathartic for you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like, because, like, I was just doing this shit for fun. And then once once people start fucking with the shit you did for fun, that makes it even more fun because right. it's like, yes. Like, you know? So. I really, like, just sat down. I was like, so, like, during these days, like, 2015, 2016, listening to Chief Keef, Soulja Boy, yeah. you know, and also, like, my my back experience like, Sade and shit and Prince and then, like, so, like, Mac DeMarco and shit, you know, yeah, like, yeah. so that, that was, like, my vibe. You so, had like, an eclectic palette. Yeah, like, I was, like, on some, like, dreamy trap shit, you feel me? Yeah. So, like. I really like, like, when I speak, I have, like, a smooth voice. It also has, like, a little rasp to it. Like, sure. So, like, I don't know. Like, when I, like, go on the mic, you can really hear it. Like, right. it goes crazy. So, like, I kind of was, like, I fuck with this. Like, I fuck how I sound like this. So, like, yeah. I just kind of, like, kept practicing using that and getting more comfortable doing that. And then I ended up just, like, learning how to mix myself in GarageBand because it's, like, really not that hard. Like, right. I literally just had my Apple earphones and I was just like, you know, go in like the bathroom in the dark or like in my mom's car, like my closet in the dark, close the door and just be like, you know, yeah, do my do little thing. thing, do my thing, you know. So people are sending you beats all the time then? Yeah. So like people are really fucking with me, especially because yeah. the cuckoo cloud. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely trying to send me beats. But like I was only fucking with like people I built because I, even to this day, I only fuck with people that I like feel like are good people. Yeah. Like. I'm not just linking, like, one, I have anxiety. Two, I always have to protect my energy. Three, like, now it's on, I'm on some, like, different type of timing. Like, I got to protect everything. So, right. Like, um, I'm not just going to work with anyone. Like, I don't care about the money or the clout or, like, whatever the fuck. Like, you got to be, like, a good person and cool and that's the fit. Well, so on the journey from nine to sad bitch, did yeah. you link up with the producer in the middle that you really trusted who you would work over a lot of their stuff? Or, or Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. He keeps changing his name, but fucking Mazzy, oh my god! Yeah, he. I made a lot of beats with. Like he's still. Um, he's we still follow each other and shit. But um, he would like send me beats, and they're so pretty. He would make them on GarageBand too. So that was like our little connection. Like we were like little GarageBand stars. Yeah, so like, right. yeah, we would make our little songs, and like I made like a little hit, but he deleted it. Ah, because he changed like his whole flow, you know, yeah. like his whole style. Like he went more. Oh, to so the... it was posted on his and not on yeah, yours. Yeah, it was posted on his. Yeah, that sucks. That it's sucks. A, it was a bob. Like it really went crazy. Like it was really like an alternative, like little indie vibe. Like oh, uh, it was so fire. Yeah, but do you still have it? No. So you don't. He, he won't send you with the original. It's, no, he, no, we don't have his laws. His laws of history. It's lost. Oh man, I remember those days of like being a young artist yeah. and like making something and then the computer crashing and it was just Whoa. gone forever or, stuff, or something it, yeah. it's like it really takes you and you're still going to be going through this for years yeah. i'm sure but it takes a lot of years to really learn to like back everything up and make sure that you have no, like bro, literally, doubles of everything literally listen two days ago my phone broke because i have a little i had a little crack a little slightest crack in my screen yeah. and i would put my phone in like the little shower holder yeah. to play music and i was showering All and the, the shower mist not the water the mist got in the crack somehow and it fucked up my phone and then it just went black and my dumbass only saves my music on my notes app so fuck yeah we gotta oh, we gotta work I through know. that we gotta find a workaround but you, listen, you need some hard drives i do yeah i do but listen it's yeah. okay because now it's just a rebrand okay a restart. yeah yeah but yeah uh when you do the nine cover that's in texas yeah yes yeah and so do you graduate high school in texas yes okay 
uh, let, let's talk about high school a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever find your people in Texas or were you a loner the whole time? Okay, listen, so I was a loner, but everyone fucked with me. Like, I got mo- I got voted most likely to be famous at prom and I did not understand. I was so confused. I was like, I don't even speak to you people. Like, <laughs> like, but it was like a whole thing, like at Texas, because I went to like a movie school. Like, it was like a whole like... It looked like like a high school musical type school. Like it was like the new school. Like Texas is weird. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Wait, oh wait. Did you go to um uh, did you go to Booker T? No, I went to it's called Chisholm Shaw High School. Okay. It's like really new, but because Fort Worth is near Dallas. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like right there. But okay, yeah, Booker yeah. T is still that's the part of Dallas, but like yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there something going on in Dallas? Because I'll be honest okay. with you, the episode that I have coming yeah. out this week, yeah. um, the one right before yeah. yours, it's with a girl from Dallas oh, as period. well named Jax Hops. Oh, period. And then I've also had another gal on from dallas named mm-hmm. live who mm-hmm. is amazing and mm-hmm. and um, i need to hop back in in dallas and so i'm just wondering if yeah no if but some the dallas of, scene if like scene going no on. there is and they're taking over bro i just had like a whole group of my friends back from dallas at my crib the other day like i made a collab with like yeah. one of them she has a brand called y2k cozy yeah and like we did like a bunny hoodie collab and they're fire Sick. like they're fire but yeah and then like because it's weird to have uh, and it's three women who are all so stylistically different as yeah. well that it makes me think maybe something crazy is going on in no Dallas, yeah no there's a whole scene like like Asia like oh my god like there's there's like there's a lot there's a yeah. lot going on there's a girl named like Mazzy Dior I just peed the other day cause she hopped on the Sashi V and Sashi's who made Savage yeah. and then was like oh my god like Dallas is going crazy like Sick. wow yeah, yeah. but yeah I don't know yeah so you get voted as most famous yes and I was like what the fuck but yeah but like see you know how I said I was like in a lot of sports and shit yeah. so like I was almost on the dance team, so you know how that is. Like, so I guess I was like, you were accidentally popular. Yeah, that was a great way of putting it. You're like, fuck, how did I get but, popular? Like, I would like, I, I would eat lunch, like, like I would eat with the, the you know, like the popular, because they were just my friends or whatever. Like, it's not my fault they were popular. But I would eat lunch with them, but like, were you, were you actually part of the Mean Girls? Were you I was mean, even no. me. So listen, listen, listen. They would go out and do their little shit, and I would just go in my journalist class and have my little lunch. Like they would go out and get Chick Fil A. I would get the free lunch, and I would just send the the yearbook thing, play King Cruel, eat, uh, and like edit yearbooks or do pictures or like yeah. edit pictures or like write shit, like. That was my vibe. Like, I wasn't fucking with the extra shit. Like, I just right. wanted to, like, make art and be creative. And there was, like, a select few people that, like, were on that timing with me. And it's so crazy to this day. Because, like, I type, like, looked up to them, like, when, when I, like, I was in school. But, like, I was just too, like, shy to say anything to yeah. them. I thought they were, like, the coolest kids ever. And, like, now we're, like, cool. Like, they, like, follow me and shit. Dope. And, like, we talk and shit. And, like... It's cool. Like, did you stick with sports all throughout high no, school? No. So when my my when my depression really started getting bad, yeah, I yeah. just couldn't. You just quit. I just couldn't. Like, yeah. I was, I stopped eating. Like, you know, like I couldn't. Yeah, I, I couldn't. You. I feel you. That said, you do have some amount of SoundCloud fame at this point. Yeah. Does anybody in your school know that? Yeah. And, and how is that? So all the little SoundCloud rapper niggas talking about, you know, the niggas I never really wanted to like. Thought they were too cool to speak to me. Oh, you make music. Oh, like, bye, boy, bye. Like, they were all trying to, like, suck my dick, but I was not jacking. I was like, I'm gonna just do me. Like, so it's like there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of dudes, like, really trying to be, like, SoundCloud rappers. No, like, here here you are just accidentally uploading a studios in their crib, like, whole studio setups, like, everything. And here I am just with my cover. You're just doing it on your iPod and you're, like, more famous than that. I was feeling like that bitch, honestly. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever play any shows or anything in in Texas? No, 
Yeah. I'm so shy. Have you played any shows yet? I, no. Wow. Because Corona. Well, yeah, I would have. I would have. Yeah. I would have. I would have. I mean, that makes me wonder. Yeah. Um, you know, anxiety is an issue with you. Yeah. You're very open about it. Yeah. Like, do you think that you'll have stage fright? Listen, I'm going to find a way to find a way. Yeah, yeah. Where, however way I do it. I can even be on some French and do a hologram. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I will say this. I have some amount of social anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like, I, for me, being in a crowd is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Literally. I hate being in a crowd. Right. That said... <laughs> I, I've been a performer for almost 20 years, exactly. right? And being on stage is actually, you're alone. You're by yourself. You say that, but you're not. No, no, no. That, here's the thing is that I, I always felt a hundred times more comfortable on stage yeah. because no one else was on stage with me. Sure. Whereas if if I would have stepped off that stage and been in the crowd looking up, I would have been, I would have had sweaty armpits and fucking been waiting to go home and True. wondering when this is going to be over. So I don't know. I mean, I just wonder gen genuinely like how you'll feel on stage because maybe you'll thrive in that environment. Maybe. Because you know I thought I, mean? I would be nervous in my first video, but it was like natural. That's what I'm saying is like you do have a, a certain natural charismatic performer about you, obviously. And oh, so it's really? like, <laughs> it's like being in front of the audience. Maybe yeah. that'll just make it all go away yeah, maybe. maybe it'll become so addicting that all you'll want to do is perform oh my god you manifested that I, that's <laughs> <laughs> did you have um college plans after high school oh yeah so obviously like the plan was because like after kuko i already have my little um twitter cloud because like i just did my thing and yeah. people fuck with me i was anonymous at first but after i dropped the song i was like okay people should start seeing who i am i yeah. guess so i started like posting me and they thought it was a little cute little internet girl so they you right. know that gave me more clout so like um, I was like, I need to find a way to make it to New York because I got into all the schools. Like I was, you know, like that was set. Like I already bust my ass off. So that was an issue. But the issue was the money. Yeah. And my mom wasn't trying to pay. And my dad is a dickhead. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, what am I going to do? So I literally would walk home after school, pick roses from people's bushes. So Princess Nokia dropped like a, a rose water tutorial like mad long ago and I yeah. watched it and I was like, OMG, period. I'm going to start using that for my skin. And then it started working. So then I was like, I'm going to start selling it. So I literally would like pick people's rose bushes. Like I would use like my little like golf wing tote bag and just like put it in and go yeah. home and like boil the rose water and like I'm not going to tell you my ingredients but I would make it and I would go to Walmart after school and like steal the little like dollar spray bottles just like pour them up and then like I would I like posted that I was selling them on Twitter and it went viral like all like everyone started reposting them like I was like um, I'm trying to make it to, to New York to go to school like I need to play money for my plane ticket and like tuition blah blah and it literally went viral so like I was going crazy like selling rose water selling rose water at my kitchen wow and you're like shipping it to people or is this yes a, wow. like my friends at school like so like luckily because i was actually popular like i was i was with the bitches with the whips so yeah. like so i had one girl that was like she had her bank account stuff to it so like she would like take me to the bank every payout and like i would just give her a hundred dollars two hundred dollars i'll keep yeah. the rest like every like week then my other friend like we would go after school to the post office no we go to walmart first steal the bottles and then go to the post office and then, like, write them out and ship them out. And oh, my gosh. That. Yeah. So it's like, you know, some people start drug businesses. You started a rose water business. Yeah, I was but you were trapping rose water. You really were, like, out the trunk. Yes, but I was I was really cute. Like, I put little, like, sunflower stickers on them. I made, like, little personal notes, like, thank you so much. And, like, so I graduated high school at 17 years old. 
And right after that, did you graduate a year early? Yeah. Oh wow! Was, I told you I was. You like my advanced. goal was to make it back to New York. Yeah, I was yeah. not playing. <laughs> so you get out of high school. Yeah. And does the Rosewater manage to get you the ticket to New York? Yes, in an apartment in Parkchester. And an apartment. Yeah, in Parkchester, Bronx. Damn, the Bronx, the Bronx, that's Bronx. amazing. And I lived with my boyfriend at the time. Did you start going to school? Um. Yeah, I went to the school called. Um, so NYU was just too much. Like, yeah. Because I had no financial support. Like right. it was just me. So I went to school called Marymount Manhattan. Okay. And it was going good at first until my mom found me for her taxes as a dependent by accident. It was by accident. It was her tax lady. Yeah. So I fucked up my whole tuition. Ended up being out of state. I had to pay all that money. I couldn't afford it. Because uh, I was paying like rent and shit. And like yeah. Urban Outfitters just wasn't cutting it that by weekly paycheck. Yeah. And at the time, in a way, it was just like $12 an hour. And I was 15. But like, it was just not cutting it. Like, right. I was just getting really depressed and like... My boyfriend was getting depressed. My roommate that I brought from Texas was getting depressed. It was just, ugh, it was bad. Whatever. So I ended up having to just drop out. Like, it literally got to the point where, like, I was so broke. Like, I would go to the dean, and she would literally give me, like, money for, like, an unlimited Metro card and then, like, money for, like, lunch. Yeah. And she would tell me, don't spend the, the Metro card money, anything else with the Metro card. I would hop the train, obviously, and just yeah. keep that money, the fuck? Like... <laughs> Like, how you jack? Just give me the Metro card. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't give me $125 and tell me not to. Like, the fuck? Yeah, Anyways, yeah. whatever. <laughs> like, she really thought. Yeah. She really thought. Anyways, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was how I was hustling through school. But then, like, in Marymount, Manhattan is very, like, pretentious and, like, very, like, you know, like, Upper East Side, like, bougie. So, like, all the people there made me feel, like, just so, like, shitty about myself because, like, I just felt like I was just so alone because, like, I wasn't as fortunate as them. Like, yeah. I, like, my, like, my only, like, quote unquote friend there would just, like, always find a way to, like, rub in my face that, like, I couldn't, like, do things that, like, other people could, like, yeah. you know? And, like, Actually, just, that brings me to a question. Sorry yeah. to cut you no, off. No, no, you're good. I, I did wonder about um the difference in, like, sociological demographics between New York as a child and yeah. then Fort Worth when you get there. Like, in yeah. elementary school, mm-hmm. what do the kids look like that you're going to school with? Is it a mostly black school? Is it black and so Latino? Is, York, it, is it fully mixed? Yeah. In New York, all black. When you move to Fort Worth, what's it like there? And then when I go to Fort Worth, it's like you're in class and they're talking about slavery and the teacher looks at you and goes, it wasn't their fault, though. They just didn't understand. Oh, my God. So you're like one of the few black women in the or yeah. black girls in the class. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But then as I get older and move like towns and shit, yeah. like as I get closer to like the, you know, Metroplex, like yeah. it gets diverse. OK. But then like the people are still like ignorant so it's like and so then you get back to new york yeah and, and then that, it's and like then, boom culture shock again yes period upper east side yeah, is very, like Central that's Park. a very oh, yes. rich part of new i york. had no idea what i was getting myself into yeah, love yeah. so not. is this a predominantly white school it's then? A, so no actually so they they try to enforce diversity because it's like one of those like yeah. you know generation z schools yeah, like yeah. very edgy and like you know like blah 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 yeah. so like it was like diverse, but like it was like it was like a theater school or a dance school. I oh, forgot. Cool. Remy Remy Ma is actually a valedictorian or alumni there. Really? Yeah. That's weird, but lean back. But yeah, that school is definitely interesting. But yeah, like. But you drop out after a little bit. Yeah, only only I was actually doing really well, but it was only because the stress of just life. Because I keep on seventeen, eighteen, yeah. no support, no nothing. Right. I could not handle that. Did you get to start seeing your grandmother again more frequently at least? So like my family situation is really weird and like. Okay. I'm really I suck at communication like yeah. I need I that's my biggest issue like I need to pick up the fucking phone and call people yeah but like I just be like once I'm like on autopilot and I'm just like okay survival mode I don't think about like 
seeking help. I'm just like, I just got to get shit done. Because that's yeah. how my mom raised me to be, you know? So, yeah. like, I really didn't think to, like, just call my grandma for help. Like, yeah. I was just doing me, like, trying to just make ends meet. And, like, I would be, like, at her house back and forth and shit. But, like, um, in Jamaican culture, like, it's either you're in the crib or you're out. Like, okay. you, like you know, like, you don't just, like, go back and forth. Like, yeah. you're with us or, like, you, you're, you're, you do you. Like, you yeah. know? So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, I really just had to do me. So, um. So, how long is it then um after you drop out that sad bitch comes along okay so i drop out i work my ass off get three jobs to go back to school again and then um couldn't do it dropped out again i had to pay off my like tuition fees because um you know like you can't go back to school until you pay off like the past so like yeah five thousand dollars like literally every paycheck would go to that and rent oh. it was not <laughs> bro it was yeah. terrible yeah. but then like yeah eventually like I ended up going to Hunter, and then uh, just money shit again, the tax shit again, just yeah. dropped that again. Yeah. So anyway, so while I'm at Hunter, um, this comes along when I meet my my gang, the sex dolls. So um, I'm like picking up side gigs to afford going to school, and like people, I build up like a little social media rep. So like people are fucking with, like my my vibe and like just yeah. my look and shit, and like. They already know me to make a little bit of music and like people like that follow me from Twitter. Cause keep in mind I've been on Twitter since Texas. So yeah. now this is like I'm like 17, 18, 19. So like they like built like they see me grow. Like so like they're like a part of the journey with me. So like yeah. um I'm sorry I start getting like opportunities. Like I'm in, I get casted for music videos, start getting like modeling gigs. And like in New York, like once you're in the scene, like it's like a family. Like everyone knows each other. Like yeah. it's like very close knit. So right, like right. everyone obviously has their own like cliques in it, but we all like in reality are just like a big group. So like I'm just like, you know, floating, trying to find my clique. Whole time I'm doing this, not because I want to be a model or because like I, I want to be the part of the lifestyle. Because it pays the bills. It pays the bills. I'm yeah. a survivalist. Like I had to do what I had to do and like shit. It was Trust me, I have had all kinds yeah. of, I've taken all kinds of side yeah, roads down the yeah. main street of life to try just to make some money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm floating around, you know, finding my way. Modeling scene in New York is crazy. The people are crazy. Oh my God. So like people back in Texas were like ignorant about life. I like they didn't see like more to it. Yeah. But then people in New York in this the modeling scene, they think that they are more than life. So it's like it's like it was like a big contrast. It's like right. I don't even know if I explained that right, but like I, I get it. Like they feel very self involved and like, yeah, like deserving of more like egotistical, yeah. denial, just like they're on top of the world, like right, right. The, everyone is their minion. You're you know? untouchable all of a sudden. Yeah, like yeah. and it's like I was cool with them because like I'm always just accidentally fucking popular for yeah. some reason. Yeah. So like they were my friends, but just I was just always like, These bitches aren't my friends, like yeah. Ugh, I don't know. Like I just, it just never felt right. But you're so still then, working on music throughout all that as yes, well. Yes, of course, of course, of course. So yeah, I'm getting to this. So yeah, so I'm still working on music. I'm sorry. Back before Corona, parties are in New York every day. So of course. Yeah. When you you don't when you're like a city kid, you're on the street, you have nothing to do, nowhere to go. Like you know, you don't really have a family to go to. You just you be posted up like niggas be at St. Mark, Tompkins, Watch Square Park. You know, so like. We would just be posted up outside, outside V files, and just meeting people, linking people, and like I ended up meeting um, like the sex dolls along the way. Like the first one was Shiz, and he actually was one of the first people to start the group. Yeah, and like we just like sat down and like talked about shit, and like he was dating like one of the model girls that like I kind of knew, and so like we were like talking about that a little bit, and it was yeah. just like a little kiki, and then like um, eventually like they got like a little like studio crib. 
Yeah. But like it was like illegals, so, like it was like a like a warehouse type. No, thing, no. So you know? yeah, it was like a warehouse that like someone rented out and turned into like a studio space, like music yeah. studios. Yeah, so, like, yeah. but like they were living in it. Yeah, of like course. literally. So it was like eight heads deep, living in like a studio, no windows, no, there's no private bathroom, like yeah. showering at Planet Fitness. And you're having to go to Planet Fitness to shower. So I'm just like, you know, how I said my family is like really like if you're either in yeah, or out. Yeah, so yeah, by yes. this time, like. I'm out of Parkchester, like, my, my boyfriend, like, he, like, we had to break up, like, not because of just, like, relationships, just because his mental health got so bad, he yeah. had to go check himself in, like, just, yeah. you know, but whatever, he's doing good now, he's doing good. good. And then, like, my other friend from Texas, it just wasn't working out for him in New York, he just wasn't built for New York, so he had to yeah. go back home, so I was really by my own, it's like, I can't live in this house anymore, like, I gotta go, so, like, I was staying in Canarsie with my, my aunt and my grandma and them. They're like, nah, it's either in and out. And at this time, I'm like modeling and shit. Like, you can't be in the in the crib if you're like, you got to be out and about. Like, I got gigs to do. So, like, yeah. they just weren't getting it. Like, they're like, right. you either go to school, work, or stay your ass home. So, I'm like, what the fuck? So, like, I would just be out in the streets and shit. And, like, as I said, I met Shiz. And then um, eventually, like, he was like, pull up to the dollhouse. That's what they called it. It was yeah. the studio. Right. So, like, I pull up and shit. And like my aunt, like is a collector of like Hennessy and like like be, like liquor and shit, cause she loves throwing like extra parties. So like yeah. she just has like a collection of shit. So I was like, let me just bring these two honey bottles, you know, cause I'm just like a little anxious little yeah. baby. So yeah, like, yeah. I was like let me set the tone, like you know, cause I knew some of them through like social media, and I was a I was a big fan of like Beast Boys music. He's in the group Sex Dolls too, but like yeah. I, was, like, I was a big fan of his music, cause he makes like different shit. So like yeah. I was like, oh my god, period, I'm gonna be Beast Boy. Ah, so like I was like, yeah. So anyways. So, like, I bring the Henny bottles and I yeah. pull up and, like, they, like, fuck with me. Like, I literally, like, ended up staying there for, like, two weeks to sleep on the floor and, oh like, they gosh. didn't kick me out. <laughs> but, like, I literally, like, I had nowhere to go and, like, they, yeah. I didn't tell them that, but they said I felt that. And, like, I was so anxious. I didn't even speak. Like, I literally would just sit there and vibe and they would fuck with me. Yeah. And then, like, I ended up, like, chipping on acid for the first time ever with Sienna. And it was so funny. Like, we went to this place called Smacked. Yeah. And it's, like, a mac and cheese spot. And it ah. tastes so good. And they serve in, like, a skillet. Yeah. And we were just chipping up acid on the train just laughing. And just, like, it was so oh, funny. Man, that's <laughs> as a classic night. it was so funny but like yeah. and then we went back to the dollhouse because it's just white walls so like we would let people pull up or like we would do it we would just graffiti the walls and yeah. shit and so like we were just sitting at the walls like wow period yeah yeah like you know like it was just it was just a vibe and like how long is it when you're at the dollhouse before you start getting on the mic there yeah, yeah. so then so then like obviously there's a studio because yeah, it's a studio so course. like so I see them like cooking up and shit one day I'm like I want to record like you know I'm shy yeah. or whatever yeah. so then I had like a little like little I, I wrote like a little you know thingy down and I had I, I pulled up a Jovi yeah. and I hopped on it and then they're like what the fuck I was like Beastful I want you on this and he was like I say that and he got on it and that was the first song I recorded like on the mic yeah and so they didn't even know that you were like no they didn't know at all they thought yeah. I was just a model bitch wow <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah so then yeah and, but I didn't even like sing or nothing I did some other shit I did some drill shit cause these oh, are some yeah. like Brooklyn niggas like you know yeah, like so yeah, I was yeah. like let me impress them you know yeah. so like so I just, you were like rapping rapping I was doing some drill shit yeah. I was like real hood bitch I'm about that action yeah. hey if a nigga talk a shit uh, I can't even speak but yeah period wow yeah <laughs> so that was that's fire amazing. that was yeah. fire yeah. and like K mixed and shit um and like i posted it on on instagram and went kind of viral yeah. so i was like period so then like i further then like my ex broke my phone i hate that nigga my ex broke my phone but i was staying with my other nigga at the time because i was really on survival mode. I t i'm telling you like i be getting like you feel me like 
anyways, so I was staying with my other, <laughs> I was staying with my other yeah. boy at the time. Yes. And like, so I didn't have a phone or nothing because my ex for my other one. So like, he had like a broken, like a, not a broken phone, an old phone. Yeah. And it had a garage van on it. And so now like, you're back home. So period. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah. So like, I'm in his room on his phone. Yeah. And then like. Um, I'm on YouTube just gonna beats and I see a guy named Sachi got two subscribers and like yeah. but I like the picture of the V. I was like, Ooh, this looks cute. Like it looks yeah. like you know, iridescent and shit. So I clicked on it, I was like, period. Uh-huh. So then I downloaded the V and put in GarageBand. I already know how to do GarageBand. You yeah. feel me? I'm been of the expert and I was like, like you're back you know, where you belong. Like, period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like on. So I just make the song savage, but I love being bad. Yeah. And like for some reason, I just like tapped in. Like I was doing the ad libs. Like I did a whole like full out song. And I usually like before when I was posting songs, like you know, like along the way I was always like making songs. Yeah, they would really just be like a minute long, a minute yeah. like thirty. Like I wasn't really making. It was full more of song. an idea. Yeah, than a song. yeah, yeah. Like but savage really just came out of nowhere. Yeah, the draft is a good way of putting it. I was making drafts. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's a good way of putting you it. Can I was, keep that. You yeah, can keep period. That. Yeah. I was making drafts. Yeah. I wasn't really making songs. So, like, Savage was the first, like, song I made. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God. And it's, like, a fucking full-on hit. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, it's crazy, right? Yeah. I, and, like, I literally was just, like, sad. Because like, I was, like, I really had nowhere to go. Like, I was just staying at this guy's crib. Like, I mean, like, I fucked with him and shit. But come on. Like, yeah. you know. Like, you know how it be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I even had my friends. Yeah. Like, when they had nowhere to go, like, I managed to get them. Like, I had Sienna in there. I had Shiz in there. I had K in there. Like, we would just be all in there. Like, I took over that spot. I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. That's I'm a terrible person. Though. But I had to. I nah, had you're to. hilarious. I had to. Yeah. But not yet. So, yeah. I was really a sad bitch. Like, I was wearing his clothes. Like, I didn't really have, like, you know, like, I was So, just, you're just writing about life. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that was and really it, the vibe. And, and so, how does it catch on? I, I mean, yeah, tell me about uploading it. Does it just take yeah. off instantly? Okay, period. So keep in mind the flashback with the little cuckoo yeah. SoundCloud cloud. Yeah, it's right. not much, but it's still something. It's right. still something. And then also like my little, I had a little modeling gig. So I still have right. a little Instagram something. And then my Twitter busting. So like, yeah. So um, I make this song and I just drop it randomly though. Like I'm not dropping this cloud for a cloud or nothing because I already been privated all my songs. Yeah. Like been over SoundCloud. Like, yeah. That was just I just moved on. I would I would still make music just saving my notes up. I wouldn't post it nowhere. Like. But it, it almost doesn't really even sound like music was the main goal at this point. It was like it's, it was therapy. It, it's it, it seems like, like you were release. still just trying to figure your shit out and you happened to make a song. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. L- literally like okay. the yeah. the song literally just came like out of nowhere. Like yeah. it was really just like it's like one AM and I'm just on I'm just I just have the song in my hand. I'm just like listening to it. I just keep listening to it. I'm like as I like as I like, I, like this shit is sick. No, yeah, cause like I like mix like this guy, because I posted a step of my story and this guy, um, he gave me a little advice. He was like, Turn on the reverb just a little bit. Like yeah. and so I turned it down, I was like, Wait. Yeah. Reverb. And yeah, so then I just kept listening to it. I was like, wait, this shit slaps. Yeah. So then I'm like, what if I just post it? And it's like one AM. So I just like post it on sound cloud and then like um i post on my story and then people just start tuning in and then i posted on twitter and people started tuning in and then they fucked with it and then i had the craziest idea and i was like what if i get like my little internet friends to make like little videos to, to it. it yeah and then like i'm just like make like collages or make a little like a virtual music video because keep mind it's corona so i yeah. can't do like a whole music video so i was like right. what if i do that and i just get sienna to edit it so i'm getting all these girls bro and they were making my song pop off because they were snapping and there's even clips of them in my savage video yeah. that i dropped now but yeah like, yeah 
And so yeah. are they posting them on like TikTok and shit bro, too? Bro, they're posting them everywhere, bro. Yeah. I was literally breaking the internet. That's amazing. And this song, I dropped it a year ago and it's still yeah. holding on. I mean, I just found out about it and it's so it's got a lot of wind underneath yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I saw it on Spotify and said, yeah. oh my God, this has a half a million views already. Yeah. Like, And it came out a year ago. Yeah. Did, the, did the music video come out that long ago? How the long? music video came out like three four, a week ago a week ago that's yeah. why i caught on to it then yeah. it's because the video just yeah. came out but um you just put it on soundcloud at first yeah and then how long is it until you were like oh this is catching on i should put it on literally streaming platforms. my fans were harassing me and they're like put it on, put it on streaming platforms yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i was like okay so you so hop I on went distro on, kid or something no so like i'm a soundcloud baby like i found out that soundcloud had a distribution thing so oh, soundcloud sick. repos yeah yeah so i was like shit might as well do that so, yeah right yeah period yeah nice. <laughs> and it did it for me <laughs> so now i would imagine that like after you get a little bit of um bubbling on itunes and uh and spotify mm-hmm. that like the a and r's are emailing oh, you and going yes. like oh what are your future plans all of them yeah yeah and, and so i'm how, anxious how's that been going i'm anxious is it hard Yes, yeah. this is so much, and like they try to act like I'm stupid, like yeah. trying to talk about I'll get you your own lawyer. Shut up! Who yeah. do you think I am? Yeah. Like I don't need you to give me a lawyer. Like I'm not stupid. Like I can get my own lawyer. Like right. It's just like little shit like that. Like that that doesn't make me want to trust this shit. But also I know that like. I shouldn't fully ignore it because yeah. there, there are good people out there. Like there's, I mean, obviously, I f- would figure that like yeah. the industry is salivating over yeah. you. You know what I mean? Here yeah. you are, this like fully formed aesthetic, um, a, a very pop and sound. Like mm-hmm. you know, you are an A and R's dream. Yeah. So that said, yes, being that this was sort of an accident, yes, accidentally popular, accidentally popular again. Were you? That's your fucking album title. <laughs> I want points oh on God, the period. album title. I want the points on the album title. No, but real, oh real God. shit. Like, do you, do you want to be a musician? Is that the thing, or is this just a, is this just a, a side road in life? Bro, I cannot answer. You. Yeah, I can't, that's what I, I can't tell you that because I don't even know myself, and that's I, that's just such a shitty thing no, to say. No, that's but the like, answer that I expected fuck. and wanted. Is that like you're not sure? Listen, yeah, I just accidentally blew yeah. up through music first. Yeah, I'm a woman of many talents. What are some other things that you could see happening with your life if if the music it doesn't become? Listen, the main thing? remember how I said I love journalism, yeah. writing, and all that shit. You still want to do that? So like my whole dream goal. Okay, so one. Okay, so with my whole mental health shit and shit, I was like, okay. I, I'm going to use my voice to help people. So I was like, um, either I can be a psychologist or like a whatever the fuck. And I tried that in class, like the AP psychology course. wasn't cutting it. All that bullshit, Sigma Fruit. I couldn't learn that. Like, I don't have time for that. Like, right. my, it was too much work. Right. But then I was like, okay, let me just take over back the media. Like, I during journalism, we, were, we had like a whole like lesson on like, um, how journalism was back in the days, how people literally got arrested for this shit. Like they yeah. were literally like their job was to inform the media of the corruption of what's going on. Arrested right yeah. now for it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But like they don't like want you to know that now because yeah. like it's under con- so much control and it's yeah. so biased and so like yeah. like there there should be no reason why like people have like identified like Fox versus CNN and like yeah. their size. Like there's that's that shouldn't be like right. Let, let, let me tell you something, and and this might sound um uh, almost like 
I'm talking down to mm-hmm. you because of age or something, no, 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 and I don't no, no, want no. it to come off that way. No, no, no. But I respect I, you because I, re- I remember being 20, 21, and, yeah. and like really starting to like form my political opinions. Yeah. And, and you know, when I was twenty, yeah. that was right around the time of nine eleven. So yeah. it was a whole, it exactly. was a crazy climate, exactly. but a whole different thing, right? Yeah. And just realizing like how much the media fucking lies and yes, everything, right? Lies all the time, and, right? And how how manipulative the government yes. is. And, and what I'm here to say is that mm-hmm. right now it's crazy that it's dawning on you but mm-hmm. wait till you're my age and you oh go like god. oh my god every fucking generation has to relearn that it's happening because yeah. like because it never stops no yeah and it's too it late it's stop. too late to change anything it because it never stops it fucking sucks because dude. like they already built society before us like it's yeah. already established but listen my my plan is you know how trump is president and he had no like political experience at all like yeah. before like he just was a clouded nigga yeah, that just makes it talk yeah. well you see Imagine Clip, you know, she had her little career going for her. Not even, she had her little career going for her. And then all of a sudden, low-key, she gets her master's in journalism. Next thing you know, she has her own media corporation. Uh. Next thing you know, she's serving unbiased news to the to the people so they know what the fuck is going on and then you know who, who knows what comes after that but you see i realized you really had to manipulate the world because i realized this as a, at a young age people yeah. really are lost like i realized this in texas i realized this in the modeling scene like it's everywhere it's not just like where you are like wow some people just aren't in tune with like their inner self yeah and it's like i'm just a human being yeah. but like if i have the power to help one person realize that then like why not yeah. and this brings go, brings me back to like my life path number 11 yeah. basically like the summary of it is like i use my abilities to help people get to their goals and dreams so yeah that's amazing <laughs> and i hope that you help yourself get to your goals and dreams and i hope really that like you're able to just achieve all of them yeah. every wildest dream Man. i'm really happy for you thank I, you i think um this is just the beginning obviously, obviously of something yeah. that's going to be really really big mm-hmm. and really really cool mm-hmm. and that said yes tell the people where they can find you online you can find me on ig at bloody clip that's b-l-o-o-d-y-c-l-i-p yeah period period and i also made a twitter but don't tell jack because he's gonna suspend me but it's at i'm not clip i found that so it's not that well hidden <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> but yeah. yeah and then yeah you can find me on streaming platforms my artist name is clip Duh. and there's only really one song up right now yeah but i'm gonna drop a project so yes. look out for that that's what i'm saying is like there's got to be more on the way yes sir yeah and with the with the project is gonna come heaps and and hordes of money for you and so i'm very excited <laughs> that's um me and my gang you, get to eat you, you'll get to eat you'll get to go yes. back to college if you want to exactly get that master's if you exactly want to. I'm happy for you. Get to Mars. You feel me? Earth's about to kaboom. Earth is about to go kaboom. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to be in Mars with my gang. Burn all sex dolls. Ah. Yeah, shout out to Burn All Sex Dolls. Do you want to shout out there? To, uh, you guys have a social media presence? Yeah, so, okay, so yeah. just follow our archive page, Burn Archive, on Instagram, and you can find us all through there. Okay, cool. But yeah, we're a collective. We do mad shit. It's not just music. Yeah. Like, I got my girl Sienna right here. She's a little videographer, photographer. True. If you look at my IG, most of those pictures are from her. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, she be snapping. Amazing. Yeah. But yeah, 
Shout okay. out Sex Dolls. Cool. That's my gang. Love y'all back in New York. Thank you for coming in. I'm glad Thank that you. we were able to be so flexible and make it happen. Of course. And me um, too. yeah, and I appreciate you going out of your way to make it happen. I so manifested thank you so this. Thank yeah, you for reaching absolutely. out to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can find me online at It's Intuition. You can follow my man Avery Kentis behind the boards making the shit sound buttery at Avery Kentis. Uh, you can follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat. Uh, youtube.com slash kinda neat where we're going to see clip perform yeah i'm gonna perform shout out canine oh you're doing like a little exclusive for us uh-huh. i dropped it a little bit like a secret on soundcast okay. not a lot of people know about yeah. it but amazing y'all about to know about it now sick okay so youtube.com where you're gonna see her perform and then um everything wrapped up in a pretty package at kinda neat.net that said i am lee that was clip and this Yo. was kind of neat. Yeah.